What's up, y'all, and welcome back to this episode number 38 of that Respect the Combat podcast with your boys, Dunnas and Trico. And unfortunately, it's that time again where I have to say that this will be an unfiltered episode of the podcast as this week. Yes, I know we're talking about Hell in a Cell, but it's going to going to be okay, but it's not going to be too crazy. But some of the topics going into our mainstream are wild. And let's just say NSFW on a lot of the stuff today. NSFW. I'm not even going to go into depth. But if you are of age and can relax or in or outside of context, of course, we're talking the NBA conference finals and NBA finals, as well as the Evo 2021. But our mainstream topics, as well as our possibly, most likely our Hell in a Cell discussion will, out of context, be NSFW. So stay tuned, and this episode will be starting in three. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast episode number 38 with your boys Donez and Trico what's up brother what's good what's good man this week has been crazy and people just getting outed and coming out left and right in more ways than one positive and negative what you think uh, you could say that to be the least yep so of course we're talking hell in a cell but we're talking about it in a very unique way with me and Trico discussing our five worst Hell in a Cells of all time. We're talking the NBA conference and overall finals as of right now. And Evo, of course. But first, you know, we got to hit y'all with that mainstream stuff. So shall we? Let's get it. Over the last week and a half, Mox, both the goods, Renee and John, Moxley, as well as Cody and Brandy Runnels, aka Brand- Cody and Brandy Rhodes, had their children over the last week. So, congrats to both couples. And which, which is girls? I... Oh, yeah, Renee did confirm they had a daughter because I know Cody and Brandy did. And then, of course, for everybody that's been wanting Dynamite back on Wednesdays during the NBA playoffs, they're coming back as of next Wednesday, June 30th to the NBA. So Wednesday nights on TNT for the time being. And then of course, we'll be on TBS come next year, which hope I so cannot wait for that TBS move just because of the NBA takes definite president and the NHL will take president over AEW come whatever they do. And we got a couple of two good thing, two great things that I was not expecting. But Las Vegas Raider Carl defensive back, as well as NXT superstar Tony Storm came out over the week. In honor of while just thoughts and re- reflection over Pride Month and Nasib is actually donating a hundred thousand to the Trevor project. So it's crazy, man, to think about that. But 
before we get into the real negative, we got a t- real negative in the wrestling world. We got to touch on in the NFL first because Vikings rookie defensive tackle Jalen Talon actually was shot four times while visiting his aunt in DC, which is not okay because the man is only 21, getting ready to turn 22. So I cannot speculate on anything because I don't know. But yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah. Chief, and talk about that. Frank Clark got arrested for having an Uzi in, in his Lambo, which obviously with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't even know anymore <laughs> what to say. And uh, yeah, going from bad to g- Let's stick with the bad real quick before we dive in because uh, SmackDown star Montez Ford has actually gone through a non-wrestling related surgery. So hopefully he's okay, especially just because he's got so much potential just in himself, but for the psyche of his wife, who is the current and centerpiece of the SmackDown women's division as the champion, Bianca. So yeah. Just praying for that family as he recovers. And hopefully it's not too long. He's out. Woo. But did you happen to catch, before I told you about the WWE writer that outed WWE for their hiring process and was dumb and, and she's just there to write for TV, but doesn't know who the world champion is. I'm like, who hired these people, man? Like, oh, like hey hiring tv writers but still you have to know your stars you have to know your champions you need to know all your roster like the wwe hire or does the network hire or does the network she didn't say the brand she was on so who knows (laughs) but for that to come out obviously that is a very just whoops and who knows, considering, and I was going to save this for a little bit later, but I'm going to say this now since we're on this topic. Considering we have a woman who is one of your most successful tag team champions coming out in a Captain Underpants inspired, Captain Underpants inspired Mighty Molly gimmick. A woman dresses Angelica Pickles and a woman named Dewdrop. Yes, I know people think that is body shaming, but look it up on Urban Dictionary. It is essentially named after Jizz. I'm not fooling. Trico, go ahead. Okay, first off, with um, and uh, like you mentioned, everything. Okay, first off, with, uh, with Alexa Bliss, like um, everybody was uh, on on social media uh, backlashing on her because of, uh, because of her her gimmick. They're like, "Oh, you stole this uh, like from Bray Wyatt. You stole this like from the from the from the fiend." And then like, and she took the Twitter and um uh, and gave her response back. So she uh, she backlash her back uh, back at them. So that I'm just gonna leave it at that. But um. As far as like for for Nikki Cross, I was like, what? When she uh she said that was her that was her idea. 
Yeah, um, her and her husband, Killian Dane, who's in NXT, both said that. I think it's I mean, just weird with the timing of Alexa Bliss just having this whole over-the-top supernatural gimmick, which I refer to as Angelica Pickles, because with the pigtails, and it's almost a five-year-old's dark, demented, Chucky vision mm-hmm. of a gimmick. Like yeah, so exactly. left field. Exactly. And then um as far as like for Nikki Garza, uh she's like a um day to get on TV and to work with uh because I know Shane is actually working for the company as a producer. So if he's working on Raw with her to make that gimmick work, more power to her. And it's something to get on TV, especially with crowds coming back in like three weeks. And then who's the, and then the whole do drop thing. I'm sorry. After this is not the first time you debut somebody on the main from another brand in your own company that the name was just so left field because 20, 15 was it when they brought up Becky, Sasha, and Bailey? I mean, Becky, Sasha, and Charlotte? Yeah, I think, yeah. Okay, so you had three women that were coming up from the main roster that were going to change the industry. One got put in a stable that was essentially named Beautiful and Dangerous. One, the second stable was named after the last name of the real original but it was the last name of the squad and they kind of kind of went with their fan base off that but the third one was originally supposed to be named the submission sorority which as people have looked up in the past through the wrestling like dirt sheets and realized what they did they named it tried to name two women that were supposed to revolutionize the industry after a porn site yeah there you go. So Becky and Charlotte debut gimmick was yes, I know one is the figure eight, one does a disarmor, so a variation of a figure four and an arm bar, but no, that's so just bad on so many levels. And yeah, and to get it back to where we are today to do essentially that again is just totally left field and when i say nsfw yeah you can't bring that to even say i'm a fan of this person i'm a that fan of that person because piper niven viper wherever you first knew her as either in the uk indie scene or the nxt uk brand is a beast but yet you give her this gimmick to look like bertha Faye from like the 80s and 90s Okay, like first, uh, uh, back to what I was saying about Nikki Cross, but like, if you're gonna give her like a superhero gamer, like give her something that that could actually make for believing. Like back in the day when we had superhero games, like we uh, were behind the hurricane gimmick. We were was behind the um the Miami Miami uh, gimmicks. Like uh, if you're gonna go for oh, it, oh, like, I'm gonna stop you right there because the Mighty Molly gimmick post like. That Mighty Molly gimmick defined her career because 
of what she originally Hurricane originally did, which was not good. Cause post Romeo and Juliet storyline with her Molly and Spike Dudley, Hurricane hypnotized her and made her think like Spike had his way with her. And that defined like her first like three year, three years post that gimmick in the company. So I don't want to say Mo- Mighty Molly got over because Molly post Holly's versus Dudley's was a heel for the rest of her career because of like somebody getting hypnotized. Yeah, but that was different how it was back then and how it this is now. But um, a movie from Nicky Cross for a bad for to, to June drop. But first of all, uh, I apologize for um, yeah, why I say this, but um, who in the fuck names Dewdrop? Okay, so I like like I understand you um when you show the reasoning of um like the urban like the urban dictionary behind it, but like I feel like uh there was another reason like they named it at her like after a fat joke, like if you put like. Put it this way, like if you put like dough, like in a donut, that's what like during the promo, like Eva Ray almost named her by her real name, Piper name, but she looked all the way down like her figure, like a oh, like we're just gonna call her a, a doom drop. Like no, 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 no. I watched that promo back. Piper almost said her in ring name with NXT UK, then Eva looked down, and then that's when Eva shut her up. As Piper was started to talk, that's who said it. It was all Piper started talking. Eva cut her off and then said it. Like uh, I just, I just feel bad for Piper. I seriously, I just feel bad for entire. I just went, can't wait for the day, like the like uh, for her to drop Eva Marie. I'm like, uh, I'm like, bruh. My name ain't no doom drop. My name is Piper Nibbit. I just can't wait for that day to, to drop Eva, for her to drop Eva, like put some respect to her, her real name. I feel like that's going to happen either SummerSlam or Money in the Bank because they are moving through that portion of the storyline so quick. Because it's like Piper has potential. Vince likes her backstage. They just gave her this weird of a gimmick that's going to end up Bobby body shaming somebody. And honestly, I think just for our own sanity and the fact, like, we've got two more things on this today that could easily drop what Trico just did. Just uh, we're moving bad. on, Trico. We're moving on. Yeah. I don't even want to further mm-hmm. it because you already dropped one F-bomb and I want to bring us back. So the Jordan Brown and Jordan Brand announced that they are adding the largest female W roster ever of 11 WNBA players. I didn't, for some reason, I didn't get the list or couldn't find it. I don't know why, but once I get it, probably next week when we start talking about the ESPYs, that will happen. And then per the Supreme Court, the NCAA cannot prevent colleges from providing education-related benefits to the athletes. Thank you, God. And then, just to round out the basketball before we go back into it, the Indiana Pacers are bringing back Rick Carlisle as head coach. Thank you, goodness. 
So I am stupid happy about all that. And last but not least, within our mainstream topics, July 24th, Matt Cardona, Nick Gage is signed an official GCW World Heavyweight title. Matt Cardona, are you an idiot? But something that is not stupid, let's talk these conference fi- conference and NBA finals. So this is this discussion is going to be real brief. I'll say the four teams, Trico. And you just tell me who goes to the NBA finals, who wins the NBA finals, and in what will be the score of the NBA finals, okay? All right. Phoenix, Clippers, Milwaukee, Atlanta. Who gets into the NBA finals? Who wins it? So my pick will be Phoenix as the West champ versus um it's a tough one but I'm gonna have to go with um the the Bucks as the East champs and then all the way the 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 person the team winning the whole thing in the finals will have to be Phoenix in in seven Phoenix uh oh man Phoenix Beats the Hawks in six, seven. So we're agreeing on the West. We're disagreeing on the East, but we're agreeing on the finals. Okay. And with that I mean, being said, just to give both of us a little bit of a break, we'll be right back. Uber East is known for having hot food online, but launching in April, groceries will be added within the app. By adding grocery and convenience stores, they can reach more people who don't want to go out or don't have time to shop. Uber Eats helps out the stores by giving them more visibility and a solid customer base. You can download the Uber Eats app, enter your address, and you will see numerous grocery stores and chains. For an added bonus, several stores have free delivery and discount codes on special items. Let's go shop! What's up, y'all, and welcome back. This has been one crazy episode. I know I always say that, but we just had an F-bomb in the first half. So I don't think I need to say why this was crazy. And you calm now, Trico? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, this is about to get even wilder, but we are talking about our... And this will chain into, and I guarantee you, some stuff from Sunday may pop in there or should I say the last week will in there be in there, but our five worst hell in a cell matches ever. Trico will say his number five. I will say my number five and going down the list. Trico, your number five, please. My number five would have to be Undertaker and boss man from WrestleMania 15. Any reason. Um, I would say this one has to be um, the worst one, like during the um, like during the Attitude Era. Nah, not that it was not that, that it was like really, really, really bad, but just like but just the flow of the uh, just the flow of the match was it was just kind of slow at times when, when you look at it. Like um, the only thing memorable of that match was the post match of it uh boss man being hanged of uh, in the ceiling that's the only thing memorable 
about that match very particular. That is on my list, and I kind of agree with you. That one was just bad. I will get to that. Not now, but later. Because the way I did my list, because so many Hell in a Cell matches, to me at least, because I rated them by the story like Trico did, as well as <clears throat> match quality itself, post-match and after-match. So the entire story involving the match going into it. And what I came to realize, a lot of Hell in a Cell matches kind of ran together. And yeah, so I just put five different Hell in a Cell categories down, if you can believe it or not, you know? Yeah. Okay, so my first category, so my number five, and this one contains seven Hell in a Cell matches in itself, because they all kind of run together, but it is the wrong cage for the hounds what i mean by that the hounds aka the shield so in this alone i've got seth versus moxley in hell in a cell 2014 with the stupid bray wyatt hologram which he comes in in 2015 with roman which that was underwhelming in the year everybody hated roman roman versus rusev and seth versus owens from Hell in a Cell 2016, I just feel the whole foreigner gimmick with Miro at that point was underwhelming. And Seth and KO just went into the Hell in a Cell to avoid a clipboard because that was all Jericho. Roman and Braun fiend and uh, Seth for basically the same reason. No, no contest over stupidity. Roman versus Jay from Hell in a Cell 2020. I feel like the ending killed this match for me because the sec, like the story was not finality. Like Hell in a Cell is based off finality. And Roman and Jay ended only, be, Jay only acknowledged Roman because Roman choked out Jimmy on one leg. And then Roman and Ray, because the story at the post-match was not about ray at all and ray got choked out again with a cravat choke but it was about jimmy acknowledging roman begrudgingly acknowledging roman so yeah are you mad at are you mad at anything of me dogging the shield i mean um like uh you had your reason like i i can understand the um the uh ambrose and seth uh match like i didn't care for for that too much but um as far as like Roman and Jay, I feel like that that was a uh, one of the um, be, uh, best uh, uh, Hell in a Cell like in um, in recent um, uh, years. But I can't understand about the uh, the the finish of the match. I can't understand that. Yeah, and to be honest, and then uh, there was one match for Roman that I'll say for for later when we get down the uh, down the list. But um, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Triple H versus Kevin Nash from 2003 Bad Blood. Let's just say Foley and Nat. Foley as ref couldn't even get Nash to a passable Nat match on like surgically repaired knees. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, like uh, I didn't, uh, the, that match didn't, didn't really catch my interest um, um, at times. Like uh, I felt that one is the worst uh, during the ruthless aggression era. 
yeah, that really, uh, that must really kept my, they, they really catch my interest. And you said Bad Blood 02, right? 03. That, had, that match happened in 03. And to think, two years later, Triple H would have one of the best Hell in a Cell matches of that era with Batista. Yeah, that would definitely be on my uh, best as far as, like, top 10 list. Yep. That's in my top five, mm. actually. But we're not talking about top five. We're talking about not top five. Exactly. Guys, the Hell in a Cell is not meant for TV because you legit, like I said, and why I hate it, the Hell in a Cell is meant for finality. But with the stuff being on TV, you have to cap it at a certain point or you're going to miss a massive chunk of the match because they have to do commercials and still pay them sponsors. So in this category alone, we've got now after the stunt that Fox and USA pulled, five instead of three. And this made it even worse. You got Taker and Austin versus Mankind and Kane and then Mankind and Kane from 98, all surrounding the road to King of the Ring to SummerSlam. And those are just road two, and both ended, I believe, in no contest. No, only one ended in no contest. Which well, one? The tag or the uh, single? The single. Oh, yeah, because that was the one they were building toward a SummerSlam, obviously. And just uh, had Austin randomly show up and do be a yeah. Brock Lesnar, which yeah, was the stupid. Team, yeah, the tag team one, they didn't show um, – uh, the the how the match finished because uh like during like during TV time they uh, ran out of time. Yeah, obviously, like you have to confine the match into a certain certain time space, or you're going to miss it. Well, yeah. if you weren't in the crowd that night, you missed this: Cena, Del Rio, Punk, Ziggler, and Hager in a Raw Dark match that lasted only five minutes. Then obviously Roman and Ray which I don't need to go into depth again because the story was about Jimmy acknowledging Roman. And a lot of people were complaining because they missed a decent portion of the match because of commercials, just like they did with Blood and Guts being on TV. They missed a decent portion of the match due to commercials. And then Xavier Woods, who no, no knock against Woods, but he's not world title worthy against Bobby, Bobby Ashley, I couldn't resist, but yeah. Yeah, that was just like to get uh, Kofi uh, uh, back in the title picture. And the fact that USA complained since Fox got a Hell in a Cell on Friday. So now Hell in a Cell kind of feels like a watered down cage match, which is not good. Go with your number three. Uh, my number three would have uh would have to be uh Ryback versus CM Punk in two thousand and twelve. I might as well hop in on this too, cause you got half my number three. <laughs> 
just because of the finish. Oh, you're going with the Brad Maddox finish. Well, yeah. Punk cannot get, nobody can get, got right back to a service all match. And then that finish. And then also I had for my Feed Me Better Matches category, the sec- the run back they did with Heyman in 2013, which was just bad. This was just stupid. Uh, like Ryback's in-ring quality was just bad. And you could tell he was just there as a bodybuilder and felt like Goldberg. That's not good. To have a gimmick like that and to come off as Goldberg is not good. And he did. And it was just sluggish. And he got exposed by some of the more work rate guys which the fact he injured punk killed his career so that's all i gotta say that what's your number two my number two roman reigns versus braun Strowman as oh 2018 so let me guess your number one's brought roman the fiend and seth if you're going roman and braun yeah uh so seth rollins and the fiend okay don't don't say too much on number one talk about number two because if you're going the no contest thing, I just grouped them together. Uh, not just the the no contest, but um, like I feel like it, I feel like it could have gone like well, way much better. Like like you you could have saved like well, Brock to come in like after like the match was finished. Like uh, like you had all the corners like you had Seth in it. Um, the uh, Ambrose, Drew, Drew McIntyre, and, and uh, Dolph Ziggler brawling out like, uh, like, which was pretty good. But which like, I thought that took away from the match. On top of that, yeah, it, but yeah, but it still kind of can take away from the match. Yeah, like that was like five people that that match didn't even need, and it took over. Yeah. Okay, so that's your number two. My number two is about to be very, very controversial when it comes to this category. Hell's not for the horsewomen. And they've been in all, one or both of them have been in all four. And all four of them, either by the build, the execution, build or the execution have just been bad. Bailey and Bianca, they went into a hell in a cell over laughing. And for the second year in a row, Bailey plus Kendo sticks. She has not learned her lesson since Alexa Bliss made her look like a chomp. And now for the Sasha, go ahead. Yeah, I felt like that, that match didn't need to be a hell in a cell match. Sasha and Bailey, I feel like that match should have been not at the pay per view, and they rushed the return, and then ba- and then Bailey screwed up a lot with the Kendo sticks. It was just bad. 2019, Becky and Sasha, that match should have never happened and it devalued the entire division. No, I think that because that was Sasha's first match back, one, go straight into the title picture after leaving for what was it, five, six months just to sit on the sidelines, whether that was injuries, over crying over the fact she'd lost the tag belts or being relegated, as she put it, in character, to the tag title match at Mania after you 
wanted those titles for so long. It was just a bad, bad match. And then Helena and then Charlotte and Sasha. This should have been a great match, but there were some spots that were very scary when it came to Sasha. Like where her neck was in that match. And unfortunately, because Charlotte Flair was in her world's best wedgie mode at that night, Sasha now has to wear stockings because of that match. And Charlotte almost shoved them up her butt, and that was like half the match. Like what people kind of remember, because it was like out in half the spots. And then they couldn't pull off a table spot in that match. That was the finish. Am I wrong? Yeah, but um, I want to say one? I want to say Sasha and Becky is the best um, uh, women's hell and out of all the uh, the all the all the women's all Yeah, I agree. However, you can argue Sasha should not have been. And matter of fact, this was their first one on one with. Sasha's blueprint gimmick and yet they dumped them in the cell I would have been okay with a single to a point because Sasha just got back from crying wiped her tears came back and it was uh, okay but still there were other challengers and you could have ran it back and it would have made a lot more sense if you didn't want to turn Becky, but you could have basically made it baby face versus baby face Natalia versus Becky at Hell in a Cell, not inside. And it would have still been more favorable than what they did for Sasha and Becky just to have another Hell in a Cell match. And then I know you got something to say regarding my thoughts on uh, Charlotte and Sasha. Uh, like it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like uh, uh, I was, it wasn't that bad. But like, um, but that was just like back in the day when uh, Sasha couldn't like uh, re- retain her title. Like she, when she always. Um, win the title and then when she tried to uh, like, she dropped defend. in her hometown because they wanted to protect Charlotte and give her this massive pay-per-view streak yeah. which they dropped that at the pay-per-view before they should have to put over Bailey <laughs> in a single which I feel like that mania should not have been a fatal four it should have been Charlotte and Bailey one-on-one <laughs> am I wrong or am I right no, you're right. Instead of you know, four. But go ahead and talk about Seth and the Fiend. Okay. First off, the red lighting, that didn't need to happen because that was too distracting just for us uh, in, um, in general. Has Alexa then, ever used any weird, weird as heck lighting? Yeah. In her matches. And then just for the fact, um, just the Indy alone, and then what X F- Pop said during the watch along. How do you how's get- Xbox even came back to the company after that, which is hilarious? How do you get DQ'd in a hell in a cell match? 
Oh my gosh. And this was the second year in a row that stuff like that happened. I was like, and even said, like, I don't care if I get, WWE does not want me back, and yet he's a two-time Hall of Famer. But how does this happen? Like, how? I completely agree with that being your number one. And you got to, and that's why I understood just because, like, the Hounds had some bad ones. That's why I was like, I'm just going to lump all these together. And the passable one, when it came to the Shield, was Seth and KO. But you have to remember, they got overshadowed by a freaking clipboard in that feud and leading into the cell. Roman and Jay, that was passable, but it got overshadowed by the fact Roman put to sleep Jimmy and then got laid after the match by his uncle and his daddy. So the story overshadowed the match is where I get at. But one, and you talked about it, where the aftermath overshadowed it and made a mock of everything that all is holy. WrestleMania 15 again, folks. Boss Man Taker. Talk about a post-match overshadowing a match. And the match was already bad anyway. And if you give me a second, I can actually tell you the full time. I wish I would have had that, but it's just weird that Bossman and Taker was uh, supposedly because Taker had some bad streak matches at that point. And this bar none. Oh, yeah. Over under 10 minutes, Shriko, without looking at Wikipedia. Over under 10 minutes. Bossman Taker. Oh, yeah, I'm asking you over under 10 minutes without looking at Wikipedia. What do you think? Like, uh, like I already, uh, like uh, mentioned this uh, before, before already. Like the post match overshadowed the match. I'm asking itself. time. I'm asking time to continue this. Um, over I think under was, 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't think it was over 10 minutes. Um, I mean, it could have. I don't think it was over 10 minutes. It was like, it was like 948. Yeah, it wasn't over 10 minutes. It wasn't over 10 minutes. And then you end it with a hanging, which the live crowd can clearly see the harness. Mm. So it was just bad. And this hanging bit overshadowed Rock Austin 1. So. You can't really forgive them for that. But yeah, what we can forgive y'all for is thinking we were just going to stop on Hell in a Cell because we have one little bit of category left with all this FGC news. So Vanessa is now part of the KOF 15 roster. And for your King of Fighters hands, she's now part of Team Secret Agent with Blueberry and Leota. And it's crazy to think about that, right? Yep. Congrats. It's just a nuts of a game. So KOF 15, when that comes out next year, will be nuts. But something coming out this year is Xavier Woods hosting EA Play Live on July 22nd, which is going to be good. 
And then something starting Monday is a left, right, left, right championship, no mercy tournament on up, up, down, down. And here are your semifinal matchups, semifinal triple threat matchups. Lindsay Dorado, Shayna Baszler, and Tyler Breeze. Then you have Adam Cole versus Kofi Kingston versus Ricochet and another semi. And then the one where I hope they are not playing with Austin's gear because they're we know console gear can add up and be very expensive. But these three will probably destroy it all after this match. The two losers between The Miz, AJ Styles, and Ember Moon. And for those that have not been keeping up with Up, Up, Down, Down, the Left, Right, Left, Right Championship is now their Intercontinental Championship. Whereas the newly reinstated up up down down championship is back and considered their world heavyweight championship nuts huh yeah and before we get into this discussion on evo let's touch on a discussion based off of one thing we did touch on in the fc in the e3 highlights last week because of kazuya being added to Smash in Tekken. What is a Shoto? Did you happen to see this discussion throughout Twitter or the Maximilian Dude video that I posted? No, I didn't, uh, I didn't get, a, get a chance to catch that. So, basically, granted, Namco's one of the producers when it comes to Smash. But just because Kazuya looks like ken and ryu people think he's a shoto which he's not like a lot of people think oh he has a hurt he doesn't have a hurricane kick he doesn't i guess you could say hell sweeps kind of but they're kind of not tatsus and ewgfs kind of are but they're kind of not Dragon punches, but yes, they have the same property, but they're not two different universes because Capcom was not even working with Namco at the time. So, yeah. That's all I got to say to that one. I know people, casual gamers, flock the Smash and just want to say, like, every non, like, what's considered nintendo-esque character is all the same but they're really not so let's just move on but let's move on to happier times shall we let's go evo 2021 first two weeks of august when they will drop and the last day to register is coming up in two weeks july 16th free online tourney however Unfortunately, speaking of Smash, it will not, which will not occur because this is a PS4, PS5, and Steam only tournament, unfortunately. And that is due to one it being online and global netcode. 
So I don't think I need to say much more on that, like the ins and outs on that. But for solely the PS, I guess you can say PS4 specific, Strive, and this is on the main four, Guilty Gear Strive, Street Fighter V, MK11, main PS4 floor. Steam, Street Fighter V and Tekken 7 off of Steam on the main stage. Which kind of is a bummer that Tekken got reduced to Steam, but that game's been out for so long it's been on Steam. Which is why, like, Strive, I'm not surprised, is on PS4 and PS5 not the main stage and same with uh mk11 because freaking street fighter 5 was a playstation 4 launch title and tekken 7 has been out for almost a decade in arcades so i kind of i'm okay with that your thoughts on evo are you planning to partake um only time will tell yeah, how we go. I will probably stuff you, snuff you out, and hear about this if you are in the southeast bracket, and I see you on disc on that Discord. I will probably rip you a new one, but I will definitely be in the MK. And then I saw one. It's not on the main floor, but it's on the side tourneys for Evo that Tekken will be on PS4. There will be a PS4 uh, Tekken tourney, but that only time will tell. Because that was like the big one that I was aiming for, but I couldn't find it. Obviously, you've got Grand Blue still. The t- online side tourneys with Grand Blue, you've got underneath Inverse, them fighting herds, Soul Cal 6, Skullgirls, Gunnam, You've got Blaze Blue and then Fighters on there. And then the Arcade Edition and the FGC Arcade, which is going on right now, that just ended, excuse me, was Grand Blue, MK, Tekken, and Guilty Gear with the stuff getting ready to start up with Tekken warm-ups, which should be starting this weekend. Street Fighter, MK, Tekken, and Grand Blue. And the schedule is online right now with everything included on EVO, Evo slash dot, Evo dot GG. And any other closing thoughts on this m- crazy unfiltered episode to where no. I almost wanted to slap you. And we had to talk about a dude Gin Hong as well as moving on, Shriko. Nope, I say all my beast. And get some water. We'll talk. Two fingers, y'all. We out.